Our guest today is retired Colonel John Mills. His new book is entitled, The Nation Will Follow. He's going to tell you things about the deep state today that you've probably never heard before on the special edition of the Doc Washburn Show. Welcome to the Voice of the Resistance with Doc Washburn. We're the show that pushes back against the Uniparty and the deep state and lets you in on the news that traditional talk radio is all too often afraid to talk about. This is episode 360 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show for Thursday, March 16th, 2023. Just so you understand where I'm coming from, I was fired by one of the biggest radio companies in America, Cumulus Media, simply because I refused their vaccine mandate. More evidence comes out all the time that a lot of people are having serious negative reactions to the vaccines. Also, I will never call Joe Biden president because it's obvious the last U.S. presidential election was stolen. I will never pretend a man can become a woman, and I will never forget about the January 6th political prisoners most Republican politicians refuse to even mention. And August 8th, 2022, the day the Biden regime's secret police conducted an unprecedented and unconstitutional raid on the home of a former president of the United States is a day that shall live in infamy. So this is a really different kind of talk show. We're unmasked, uncensored, and unfiltered. If you like to support what we do, go to our website, docwashburn.com. Click on the button that says Become a Patron, and we really appreciate all of our patrons. Also, Please remember to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. And make sure you check out our new conservative sports podcast, Red Pill Sports, with my friend Donnie Copeland. It drops Tuesday evenings at 11 p.m. Central. Okay, our guest today is retired Colonel John Mills. His new book is entitled The Nation Will Follow Firsthand Experiences Fighting the Deep State. The foreword of the book is written by the great Steve Bannon host of the very popular and influential War Room podcast. Colonel Mills has had an, an immense impact on a number of significant national security events over the last 40 years. From the Cold War, peace dividend, war on terror, world in chaos, and the era of great power competition. He served multiple combat tours. This service has been in uniform and as a senior civilian for the Department of Defense and included service with the National Security Council of the White House across two administrations. He served in Joint Conventional and Special Operations Units and as a senior staff planner on the Chairman's Joint Staff. Colonel Mills' 33-year U.S. Army and Army Reserves career culminated in his serving as a senior liaison between DHS and DOD for complex homeland security operations. Earlier, he helped establish and advise foreign national military and security forces in Iraq, Afghanistan, Yemen, Bosnia, South Korea, and the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. His role spanned joint and interagency operations, psychological operations, PSYOP, intelligence activities, special operations, strategic planning, and public affairs. Colonel Mills is a part of the Center for Security Policy, Committee on Present Danger China, Spectrum Consulting Group, an adjunct professor for a major university's graduate program, founder of the National Election Integrity Association, and a regular op-ed writer for the Epoch Times and the Daily Middle East. So Colonel Mills comes to us today highly recommended. Well, Colonel Mills, I'm sorry you've accomplished so much that the introduction, introduction took up all the time we have for our interview. Sure hope you can come back and join us again. <laughs> 
Seriously, seriously. Thank you for your service. How are you today, sir? Hey, Doc, I am doing just great. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be on your show. Thank you, sir. I want to start off with a recent quote from you, and here it is. The real untold story of the Biden classified documents is the influence of the corrupt deep state on how this investigation is being handled versus how the Trump investigation is being handled. With the arrest of former FBI agent Charles McGonigal, a key figure in the Russia investigations of then-candidate Donald J. Trump, the disparity of treatment is amplified. Once again, unelected bureaucrats inside our government are manipulating events to control outcomes from the very beginning of both investigations. Everything has been done to politically damage President Trump, and to protect Biden. It is time to investigate the investigators. Sir, what, what, a, what a powerful quote there. My question is twofold. How did we get here, and what can we do about it? Well, how did we get here? A lot of, I talk to a lot of groups, and I, and I tell them this was a 50-year process to steal America. I spent most of my career facing outward, defending America from the foreign threat. And there's many, many in history, Lincoln, others that would say it's America will never fall to a foreign adversary, but uh, only to uh, the internal threat. And that's what they did. 50 years. They took over our systems. They took it over. And that's where I see it started at the county level. I was, <clears throat> excuse me. Again, I was I was facing outward, the external threat, and it all happened behind my back. And so the price of freedom is not just us, not just our military, it's spending time in our county. And that's as I've studied this and I, I've I've purposed myself to understand the election and the governance process. I realized I really had, had misunderstood a lot of it. It really, everything, the election system is based on the county. And even in my own county, we used to be a deep red county. And I think we are, but uh, other elements have been able to reach in and take over. Why? Because we were too busy to attend them attend the, the county council meeting, the school board meeting, the election board meeting, talk to our uh, registrar, our judges, our sheriffs, our prosecutors, and, and we gave away our sovereignty right where we live. And I, so I realized, okay, that's what happened. That's how we got here. That's the short story. Wow. So I want to I address a couple of things here. Uh, I want to get back to what you're saying about the election system and, and, and the counties. But when you're talking about this being a long haul for these folks, I, I don't know if you heard Tucker Carlson recently within the past couple of months, it was drop dead date. The Biden administration was supposed to do what the Trump administration didn't do, which was release the last small percentage of the JFK classified information. A law had been passed many years ago. Everything was supposed to come out in 2018. Trump released most of it, held back a little bit of it, and Biden was supposed to release the rest of it and didn't. 
And Tucker Carlson said, we asked someone with firsthand knowledge of what is in this documentation that they refused to release. Was the CIA involved in the assassination of President Kennedy? And the answer was in the affirmative. And he said, so it's all been fake. And I, I, I didn't know if you were aware that Tucker had stated that recently, but um, as someone who has a lot of experience in our government, albeit not the CIA, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, yeah, actually, I've studied this. Uh, I've studied this situation, the whereabouts of Lee Harvey in uh, right before the uh, assassination, and he was in Mexico City trying yeah. to contact a known KGB uh, assassin, Kostikov. And um, the C, I mean, one of the largest uh, field uh, offices of the, of the KGB since the 30s, and when it was the NKGB, was Mexico City. And we've just blown, we've just blown this off always. Yeah, okay, so what big deal? Well, it's our next-door neighbor, and... Uh, so most shooters do not, most professional snipers, our sniper teams, we do not operate alone. Usually it's a three-person, at least a three-person unit. Shooter, a spotter, and driver slash security. And most of the time you really need two for, for driver slash security to protect your firing position. So the likelihood of... Lee Harvey, with nominal training, by himself, taking the shot. I just, I, I've always questioned that. Yeah. And as I've studied this, him beating down the door of the, uh, of the embassy in Mexico City, trying to establish contact with Kostikov, <clears throat> I think it's always been odd. And remember at that time, we may have, had, we may have an open border now, but back then, we had no border, and people could come across, come and go across the border. Beer, period. <laughs> yeah, all the time. There were no border stations back then. So I've always, as my posit, is that after that meeting, Lee Harvey, and remember the day before, I didn't know we were going to go down this road, but I've studied the situation. Actually, the day before, um, it was like a, it was a few, very few days before. Uh, Lee Harvey shot an army general. And a lot of people don't, you know, forgotten about that in history. Was that when he shot at General Taylor? And, and I hadn't planned on going down this, this road either, but when you talked about how far this goes back, I'm like, okay, well, I, I got to ask him about this then. Well, no, and, and two other coincidences. I'm actually working. Uh, that's that's actually a, a, a future book I'm working on, and I'm outlining this. You just happened to serendipitously hit upon this. It was General Edwin Walker. Okay, Walker. Totally, t- totally against JFK. Now, simultaneously, also remember. Do you remember the movie Seven Days in May? Yes, sir. A story. Okay. So that also historical coincidence was out simultaneously. And I think the Soviets were spooked by that book because it was 
a story of uh, hard, hard, you know, supposedly right-wing generals and admirals staging a coup against the president because he was not because he was trying to negotiate disarmament with uh, the Russians. Right. And my posit is that isn't that a coincidence? This has been very, very talk, not talked about a whole lot. Most people don't even realize this. Um, <clears throat> this is fact. I'm looking at that one of the reports right now. Uh, Oswald shooting. Uh, Major General Walker, uh, you know, right in his kitchen at his house. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm kind of down the path that he came back from Mexico City. The Soviets felt there was a coup, conspiracy, etc. They didn't like Kennedy. Kennedy was a hawk. Kennedy was a hawk. Oh yeah. And 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 it was very. Uh, a lot of people don't realize he was a hawk when it came to this. We were putting mi- missiles in Italy and and uh, uh, Turkey uh, and uh, and 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 the UK. We had the Thor in the UK, Jupiter in Italy and uh, Turkey. At the time, in hindsight, we realized the Soviet bomber force and nu- and missile force was far less than it really we thought it was. Like far less. It was still bad. But bomber force, not much. But the missile force, it was a lot, but not nearly close. Yeah, they were spooked. And yeah, they were paranoid. Oh, and, oh. and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of down the path that he shot. He shot this general Walker, and then they went on to shoot Kennedy. <clears throat> but was it the CIA? I don't know. But why don't we have truth on this at this point in time? Why they, they need to, be, they need to put everything out there, everything out there. Yeah, because one of the things Tucker pointed out is. Okay, look, it's 60 years later this November. Everybody involved is dead. What's the holdup? And when he said, we talked to someone with firsthand knowledge of what's in this material they won't release and asked this person point blank, was the CIA involved? And the person said yes. And then he said, we invited a friend of the program on to discuss this this evening. Uh, Mike Pompeo, former Secretary of State, former CIA director, and for the first time he refused to come on. And I'm thinking, okay, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. The number of people who have firsthand knowledge of what's in the material that won't be released is very small. Uh, (laughs) Is Tucker attempting to give Pompeo cover here, you know, instead of people think, oh, I bet I know who told him. Well, no, we, we, so we got confirmation on this. So then we asked Pompeo, would you come on and discuss it? And he won't come on. So, um, I, I get one of the other things, though, one of the other things, and, and younger people are not aware of what it was like to be under the Cold War, but the idea in the early 60s that a member of the U.S. military could defect to the Soviet Union, go live there, marry a woman from the Soviet Union, and then be welcomed back to the USA with open arms, that's, that's unheard of. But that's, that was a story of Lee Harvey Oswald, and we're supposed to just uh, buy this idea from the Warren Commission uh, that there was just the lone shooter. And again, I, I don't want to spend the whole interview on this, but boy, when you started talking about, hey, this goes way, way back, I had to at least bring it up. Yeah, well, it's fascinating. Like, this is, I am studying this. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm convinced the CIA was in on it. But, right. I mean, there's, you know, this is back during the days when, you know, People would tape record themselves in meetings. Sure. You know, with Nixon, that kind of people would kind of realize, you know, maybe all this 
recording our conversations is not a good idea. <laughs> but people forget that used to be a very common practice. They used oh, yeah. to be a very common practice. And, and uh, Johnson is on tape several times talking about the assassination after the assassination. And, and the, the topic was, what if the Soviets were behind it? Him. <clears throat> yeah. And he just, it, it didn't matter whether he says, if that's true, are we going to start a war over this? Yeah, I remember and, some years back hearing a phone call of him a few days after the assassination. I want to say it was with Georgia uh, Senator Richard Russell, but he sounded really nervous, like, am I next? Well, yeah, I mean, if, if, if whoever took out the president, uh, you know, why wouldn't they take out the next one? But, yeah, it's he was concerned is, so what if the Soviets were behind this? Are we yeah. going to start a nuclear war over this? Right. And so he didn't want any information out on this because, I mean, the American people are going to demand action no matter what the truth is. Sure. And he was ter- he was he was clearly terrified that if it wasn't the Soviets, and I, I lean toward it being the Soviets, I'm not letting the CIA off the hook because there is a lot of nefarious things that they have we have to an- they have to answer for. Yeah. But um, there is, uh, I mean, his his concern was, we just need to go on. I mean, no, 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 no. We can't have our president assassinated and do nothing about it. Right, exactly. Nuclear war, war, I don't know. I don't want to. But, and you got to remember that time. I mean, I think you're, you're, you're kind of probably remember those days. That was the peak of the nuclear arsenals against each other was essentially at that time. Yeah, and 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 the mad theory, mutually assured destruction, was what kind of kept everybody from launching nukes. I mean, uh, Russia, China, we had all seen uh, what happened with uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, and we're all like, "Hey, look, we hate each other intensely, but we don't want that to happen to our country." But but since you brought it up, the specter of nuclear war, we have. On a bipartisan basis, uh, leading politicians from both parties or the uniparty in Washington, D.C., talking about how, hey, we've got to do whatever we can, including taking out Putin. You know, we had uh, uh, Lindsey Graham on with Hannity the other night saying, well, they downed our drone. Uh, why don't we take down two of their jets? I mean, what is the sense of wanting a hot war with a guy who has nukes, I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted, and, and, and I'm just a guy who was never in the military. I'm sure you have some strong thoughts about this. Well, it's uh, right now with the Russians walking away from the New START extension. Yep. As soon as uh, Biden came in, they're obsessed with treaties. Treaties are not necessarily a bad thing, but as we know from Reagan and Trump, you always negotiate from a position of strength, right? Not feebleness. This is where the uh, what was it, the Kellogg-Briand Pact in 1928 outlawing war. You know how did that work out? Uh, you know that just because this is I got an article going to come out tomorrow in Newsmax Platinum on on this this whole topic. Uh, and so they gave away the farm. They said, "You want Russia? You want a New Start extension?" Russia has now walked away from the New Start extension. And we're realizing our nuclear stockpile is dangerously weak. 
this is not 1963 anymore where we have 32,000 warheads. Okay. Yeah. This is 19, this is 20, this is 2023 when we have roughly 1,500 deployed strategic warheads, roughly 2,000 tactical warheads, and we have uh, a couple of thousand being deep, uh, being uh, processed out of commission. Or being repaired, or in deep term surge, we don't have anything, and we don't we don't know what the Russians have, and we certainly don't know what the Chinese have. And the game, the main game is is uh, China, but all this stuff with Russia, as far as I'm concerned, is is a disaster. Russia and China have the no limits partnership. They have a treaty, yeah, and their treaty says we will put the, the Americans out of business, peacefully or otherwise. And part of the deal was Putin's promise was to take Ukraine in 72 hours. And how's that worked out a year, a year later? Yeah. So that's become a meat grinder. China will not let Russia fail. The whole Ukraine thing distracts the world. It's grinding up our, our conventional ordnance stocks. Right. Our defense industrial base is nothing like what it used to be. Austin is berating the suppliers of military military uh, uh, ordnance and equipment, and it's very simple. Why in the world? I mean, I, I I can't afford to have all these factories when nobody's buying at these buying at these levels. Now you want three, four, five, seven, ten times the amounts that we were normally making. Sorry. Yeah, it's business. I can't. I can't. I, I can't. I can't keep a ordinance factory open when the purchases aren't there. Our conversation with retired Colonel John Mills, author of the new book "The Nation Will Follow: Firsthand Experiences Fighting the Deep State," will continue in a moment. Look, let me just tell you something. If you try to buy a car recently, you realize you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Auto comes in. Red River Auto is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to online, and they will drive it to you no matter where you live. Red River Auto wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. Red River Auto Group has perfected the online buying process. Just go to redriverauto.com, pick from hundreds of new and used vehicles. You can purchase your vehicle online. If you have any questions, one of Red River's trained experts will help you through the whole process. Red River Auto makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom. The dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door no matter where you live in the continental USA, redriverauto.com. You will be glad you did. Always an honor to share with you the best-kept secret in American healthcare. Are you having problems with sinuses and allergies? Are you experiencing dizziness, vertigo? How about problems with your blood sugar, fibromyalgia, eczema, psoriasis, even migraines? 
the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center might be able to help you. Even if you don't live in Arkansas, let me tell you how. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, or C1, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain. When that happens, your central nervous system isn't able to communicate with the rest of your body as it's designed to do. I had severe hay fever for five or six weeks, every spring all my life. When I got my atlas adjusted, the hay fever went away and it has never come back. Again, if you're suffering from sinus conditions, allergies, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar, fibromyalgia, eczema, psoriasis, even migraines, do yourself a favor. Call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009 for a free consultation. They've helped me. They've helped my wife. They've helped so many people that we know. They might be able to help you. But there's only one way to find out. Call 501-279-2009 for your free consultation. Now, if you're outside central Arkansas and you're thinking, hey, I want to find out more about this. The website is TurnMyPowerOn.com, and you click on the tab that says Find a Doctor Near You, and I sure hope you can. You probably heard by now our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life, and he's done it again. Introducing MyPillow 2.0. It has a brand-new temperature-regulating technology that keeps you comfortable throughout the night. MyPillow 2.0's new fabric dissipates heat and humidity to create a cooling sensation to maintain a cooler surface temperature. This new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature throughout the night by creating a lower surface temperature for a more restful night's sleep. You know, your core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep. MyPillow 2.0 was developed to provide a cool surface. It's engineered for comfort. MyPillow 2.0 is available in four loft levels. It's machine washable and dryable. And there's a 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. As a special introductory offer for my listeners, when you buy your new MyPillow 2.0, you get a, get a second one free just by using promo code D. Now, Mike also created the best bed sheets ever. They look great. They feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. My wife and I just love sleeping on our MyPillow 2.0s and our Giza Dreams sheets. Now, Mike is offering the best deal ever on the Giza Dreams sheets. Buy one, get one free with promo code DWS. The My Mattress Topper 2.0 with a 3-inch coil hybrid topper 
Marked down from $365.99 to just $219.59. Free shipping with promo code DWS. The all-season slippers. Regular price $149.98, now only $25 with promo code DWS. The six-piece MyPillow towel set. Regularly $99.98, now just $49.99 with promo code DWS. MyPillow sandals. Regular price $79.98, now as low as $19.98 with promo code DWS. WS. Now remember, that promo code does not stand for washed-up Democrat politician Debbie Wasserman Schultz. No, no, no. DWS stands for Doc Washburn Show. MyPillow.com and MyStore.com where Mike sells all kinds of stuff. Quantities are extremely limited at these amazing prices, so please order now. Just use promo code DWS. Now back to our conversation with retired Colonel John Mills author of the new book, The Nation Will Follow, First-Hand Experiences Fighting the Deep State. It's insane, and a friend of mine who's a veteran recently told me it's been many, many years since we even uh, tested, did a nuclear uh, uh, test, and he said, I think the, the odds are great that a lot of our nukes wouldn't work anymore. Anyway, and that's the kind of thing that, that civilians don't ever think about. Uh, you know, you're, you just said, this is not 1963, this is 2023. Uh, is it possible that uh, some of these nuclear missiles in silos out there in the middle of nowhere in the Dakotas or Montana or wherever uh, just don't even work anymore? Well, I, I think... Uh I think the National uh, Nuclear Security uh, Administration, which is responsible for maintaining the stockpile, has done uh, an excellent job. Okay, okay. However, they, these are still old. We have done, I mean, I will put our, the way we have maintained our, ours, we're, there's nowhere close. The Russians are notoriously sloppy. I have much higher confidence in our nuclear stockpile than the Russians, even though they've, They've probably been producing stuff uh, secretly, violating the treaties. I think we have a much higher confidence level, but still our stuff is old. And we haven't done an underground nuclear test since 92. You know, the the Clinton, uh, and I can't remember if it was Clinton or uh, Bush Sr., but, you know, it was 92. It was the last nuclear, uh, so that was Bush. Yeah, it was Bush. The agreement was that, oh, uh, yeah, supercomputers, we're going to be able to simulate all this stuff with supercomputers, and uh, that is a uh, fairy tale. Uh, if you want to test the confidence and the parameters of your nuclear war, you've got to detonate it. Yeah. And well, yeah, and that's the underground test is good. Atmospheric test, that's bad. Okay. Underground test, let's do it. And and you know, essentially there is no treaty anymore. There is no there is no treaty. And uh um I'd have to go back and just review some of the treaties, but there isn't as far as the numbers, it's gone. China was never part of one. Russia's walked away from the only one in existence. Yeah. And we're left with fifteen hundred old nuclear warheads, which we've maintained very well, but there's no, I, I think it's, we're long past, you know, we have four new starts, but they're years away. It's the, the B-21 bomber, 
you know, really, it, you know, they, they've been vague about it, but won't start coming into operation for another for another four to five years. We've got the uh, the long range standoff weapon, the new cruise missile for the B twenty one and the B fifty two. It will be in service till the mid mid century. That won't be ready. The first ones won't be coming along until twenty thirty. Wow. The Sentinel, I think, I think is replacing the Minuteman, not until 2029. And the Columbia class replaced the, the, um, Trident class submarines again about 2029. And they're going to be using the old Trident D5. So, so we're still years away from some new systems and they're still going to be using, for the most part, old nuclear warheads. We are more dangerous now than it's ever been ever before because we assumed away, we assumed the Russians and we, we just, we just wished away a Chinese nuclear threat, which is exploding right now. So this is more dangerous than 1963 where we're at right now. Oh, no question about it. Um, we're speaking with retired Colonel John Mills. His new book is The Nation Will Follow, First-Hand Experiences Fighting the Deep State. Since you mentioned Ukraine, I have another recent quote from you here about Biden's trip to Ukraine. Biden is promising artillery shells and missiles that we simply do not have, while Secretary Austin stares at our non-existent military-industrial complex trying to will it into existence. If the Biden administration was serious, they would secure the southern border, stop fentanyl, and create the arsenal of democracy 2.0 to deter and prevent the gathering storm. So, that's the quote. That's a quote from you. You know, it's often been said, don't ascribe to malice what can be plainly explained by incompetence. But i got to tell you, Colonel Mills, uh, a lot of us feel like we're at the end of our ropes in trying to continue to attribute the many harms done to our country by the current regime to incompetence. What say you? Well, I mean, and with the, that quote was before, uh, I think it was Comer who just, uh, in the House, who just received uh, from the Treasury Department, which is excellent at interdicting and identifying financial flows when told and directed to do so. Yeah. And now we have all these, we have this evidence of all this financial transactions going to the Biden. Yep. This is just utter sheer corruption. Uh, uh, I would say treason. A lot of people will shout treason. There's, there's, there's legal definitions of treason. So just you need to be careful about shouting treason, uh, you know, so, so handily. But this is clearly something is going on here. And when the guy and all these financial, I think, I think it was well north of three million. Um, uh, I think it was well north of that. I'll just, I'll set a low number. When he has to get out a personal loan of two hundred and fifty thousand to get his his beach home, what does that tell you? It tells you he's he's financially incompetent in his personal affairs. He's burned through all this money that he received doing what did he burn it through? I mean, yeah, we got Hunter had some uh, tendencies, but obviously he can't handle his own finances, much less the country's finances. So, impeachment, impeachment. This is this president is, and we need more Democrats to stand up, and especially with this release now. Dwight did a great book in his documenting all the money flows to uh, 
Hunter and uh, his dad. Oh yeah, Peter Schweitzer. But now we have, yeah, now we have firm evidence straight from the Department of Treasury that their job is to interact with the international tra- financial transaction system, tw- SWIFT. And you know, there's no hiding money. It's very hard to hide money. You got to be very clever to hide money in the international transaction if you're going to use the SWIFT system. <laughs> Islamic extremists can get around it because of their uh, their system. The Chinese actually have a very similar system to kind of help help avoid the protection of SWIFT. Now we got it. Yeah. So, so impeachment. And when you mentioned Hunter has tendencies a little bit ago, that got me thinking. I think I'm going to nominate you for a Nobel Prize for understatement. There was stiff competition until you said that, those three words. And I think you're head and shoulders above everybody now. I mean, you've got my vote. Hunter has tendencies. That What a great understatement. And, and by the way, you know, the laptop that 51 retired Intel officials said when the New York Post came out with their article October 2020, 51 of them said, signed a letter. All the hallmarks of traditional Russian disinformation, and every one of them knew they were lying. And the FBI had had it since late 2019, and they all covered for it. And again, this takes us back to your book about fighting the deep state. I mean, how can we fight the deep state? Well, let's first address those, those 51. I kind of talked about fighting it at the county level, which is the answer. Yeah. Not the answer that a lot of people want to hear, but that's the answer. We'll come back to that. But yeah. the 51, I know you won, and it. CPAC uh, a few weeks ago, um, I went over with uh, Ivan Raiklin, and Ivan knows a few of them. I know a number of them, and uh, and yeah, they lied. They lied through their teeth. You know, now three years later, FBI comes back, and Ray starts going, "Well, maybe it was Wuhan and a leak from the lab." You know, oh, after they attacked viciously everybody for saying that, you know, Clapper gets all bent out of shape now, and I and I know I. I, I I know a little bit about Clapper, but I know a lot more about some of the others on that list. But now Clapper's getting all bent out of shape. Well, I was misunderstood. I was misquoted. No, he lied. He lied, and he knows it. Knows it. And I, I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm looking for the picture of the Christmas party at the DNI Christmas party where my my son and I have a picture taken with Clapper and his wife at the uh, at the headquarters of DNI, which is in an undisclosed location. So, I mean, this Clapper's a liar. He knew it. He knew it was a lie, and he said it anyway. Comey and Brennan and Hayden knew it was a lie, and they said it anyway. They knew it was a lie, and with Hurricane Rick Grinnell and um, um, uh, Ratcliffe, the, the director of national intelligence and the acting director of national intelligence, handwritten notes, Comey and Brennan, summer of sixteen knew the story was fake, and yet they still ran with it. And then they, they said, oh, yeah, the Hunter thing is rushing disinformation, and now they're all, they're all backing off. Yeah. I mean, they better, they better, lawyer, they better lawyer up because they lied, and those are false statements by federal officials because some of them were actually in office when they made these statements. <coughs> Excuse me. But, uh, yeah, and I, and I was after, you know, three events out of the book that are just crystal clear in my mind. There was a deep state. And it was 
like June or July of 16, walking through the A ring of the Pentagon or in a rush to get to a meeting, ran into a former Bush, a Bush appointee who was in the building for a meeting as an advi- Graybeard advisor. And I just happened to say, hey, hey, a good friend, a mentor, I said, you're going to support Trump at the convention coming up, right? This is 2016. And he goes, no. It was former Bush appointee. No. We see more opportunities with her. And I just about choked him. I said, oh, my. My whole career flashed in my life. Donald J. Trump was right. There is a deep state. Oh, yeah. And then I was at a dinner at a dinner in London in October. It was October 6th. I still have a picture of the menu of the of the meeting, of the uh, restaurant we were all at. I was in in London for a meeting with Five Eyes, uh, my Five Eyes partners for information sharing. And a, a retired FBI senior official was on the plane. I knew him well, and just coincidentally, I guess, we were at a dinner a few nights later. had nothing to do with the Five Eyes meeting. And when he stood up, we all had to introduce ourselves. Well, we're passionate. He says, we're going to prove Trump is a Russian asset. I'm going, oh, this is crazy. This is insane. And this is like 30 days before the election. And the only reason he was in London, and they forensically walked it back later, was to meet with Gina Haspel, chief of CIA chief of station, to finalize the Russia hoax, even though, again, Comey and Brennan knew the story was fake. But Comey turned up cross, crossfire hurricane to a screaming red-hot boil at yeah. that time. So that's the only reason that official was uh, was in, in London, that former retired official was in London. And then finally, uh, just, uh, just two or three days after the election, I was in my office at the Pentagon, and I got a call on the, uh, on the top secret phone, and I said, John, you've got to be in this interagency meeting. We're spinning up uh, so that we can finalize the Russia story prove Trump is a Russian asset and uh, delay or block the inauguration. <laughs> this is insanity. And then the document that came out of that, that 60 day spin up, <clears throat> um, there was no evidence in my recommendation to Ash Carter, who's now dead, uh, Secretary of Defense of the process. It comes back to the department. Has to write an action memo to put the cover on. My recommendation to Ash Carter did not concur. There was no evidence, nothing in this proceeding demonstrated Trump was a Russian asset. I was open-minded. I was like, what is it? There was no evidence. It was all fake. <clears throat> but I was told, John, don't worry about it. Stand down. Ash Carter's already signed because Comey and Brennan are personally preparing this, this very brief document, Intel Community Assessment, personally. They're not even having their staff do it. They're doing themselves personally. That never happens. Wow. So it's all, it was all a lie. There is a deep state, and there's many officials who profit and gain from the deep state, and we need to run them to ground and hold them accountable and have trials. And uh, this this thing with uh, the money flows to Biden, impeachment. got to go down the path of impeachment. This is insanity. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned impeachment, and I get so frustrated when... I hear Republican politicians say, well, we can't impeach Biden because look who's next. Just ignoring the fact that, A, you do impeachment because it's the right thing to do, and, B, being impeached means you lose the vote in the House, but you don't get kicked out of office unless two-thirds of the senators vote in the trial in the Senate, which 
is not going to happen. Uh, so you, you, you do the impeachment because it's the right thing to do, uh, and, and, and you're, you're trying to, to, to weaken Biden, but there's no way in the world that enough Democrat senators are going to vote to impeach in the trial, and yet it's, it's the only thing that we've got going for us. Now, you alluded to something, and I want to ask you the same question I asked um, General Mike Flynn in a recent interview. Uh, with everybody all already getting all riled up about who they're going to support in the Republican primary for president next year, my question is, because I remember election night 2020, and I remember the next morning waking up when things had really gone haywire, if they don't fix what allowed the Democrats to steal the election in the swing states, Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, probably Nevada, then how can you get a Republican, no matter who the nominee is, elected in 2024? Is it even possible? Well, we got to continue to fight no matter what. Oh, yeah. No, I agree with you. I, and, and I'm going to vote for the Republican nominee uh, November 2024. We got to, yeah, we don't give up. We got to continue to fight. It's just that I saw what they just did to to Carrie Lake and the rest of them in Arizona last November, and I just I don't see anybody doing what needs to be done in those five or six swing states. And you know, you're talking about the county level. Um, I have friends in the in the state I live in in Arkansas who are talking to county clerks who aren't even aware that ESNS, which has the machines here in Arkansas. Um, you know, the, the counting is not done in this state. You know, the, the, they, they do send things on thumb drives uh, through the Internet. You cannot find out who is the private company that owns ESNS. Uh, you know, there's all the stuff that's come out on Dominion in the discovery part of their, um, uh, of their lawsuit against Fox News, and it just dawned on me, I'm talking too much. You're the guest. Let me hand the ball back over to you. Well, yeah, you're right. Right now, the entire, this is where, as I've had to do this analysis and purpose myself, this was starting in 2019 after the disastrous elections in Virginia where the Republicans lost everything, lost everything. You know, I said, I've got to understand, how did my county go from deep red to purplish blue? Yeah. And it's, a total failure of the citizens to get involved. So, and something as simple as being a sworn election officer on, on election day, I beat up my county GOP, the NEIA, you mentioned the National Election Integrity Association is a not C3 nonprofit. I don't, I'm not part of them when I, when I put on my NEIA hat. And to be honest, I've gotten far more flack from the Republicans than I have from the Democrats in my work, far more. Wow. But, this is what happened. We were lazy. We didn't participate. I talked to the GOP about having sworn election officials and say, oh, that's not important. We have poll watchers. I say, that is totally worthless. A poll watcher is in, in the state of Virginia, because these terms can have different meanings in different states. Poll watcher, zero impact, zero influence. It makes people feel good about themselves. You've got to be a sworn, you know, 80% of those behind the counter countering the, counting the votes were Democrats. We're not an 80-20 county. Right. 
I would say we are actually a majority Republican, but no Republicans were volunteering to be election officers. Now they are, but that that's you know that's taken like a four, five, six years beating up the GOP, getting it through their thick skull. Do you want people in front of the counter being poll watchers or count behind the counter counting the votes? And yeah. Anybody with half a brain would say behind the counter. So. So this is what it's all about. Right now, the whole country is being twisted around the finger of Maricopa in Arizona, yeah, Fulton in Georgia, and essentially Philadelphia in Pennsylvania. So that's where the fraud occurs. And how did that happen in these counties? Well, Philadelphia has been a historically a dirty uh, when it comes to votes. Always been a dirty, dirty place, and for for decades, it's been a Blue stronghold. I mean, just total utter corruption. But the state legislature was controlled, and and uh, now they, I think, they've lost the house. But they were strongly controlled by the Republicans, and they did nothing. They had the votes to totally change and clean up the voting system in Pennsylvania. They did nothing. Okay, now yeah. they've lost the house, so yeah. it's a total mess in Georgia. I believe they still have the House and the Senate side. But, again, it's the county and its citizens in Fulton have just let a unit party take over uh, politics in, in Fulton County, which is where Atlanta is. So shame on the Republicans. Shame on the Republicans. And same thing in Maricopa. Maricopa is uh, – they have the House and the Senate. They've lost their margins, but they still have the House and the Senate. But – the Maricopa GOP and the, you know, and it's, it was a Republican controlled county. It still is the county council. They had the election board, but it was just totally corrupt. And it's in the end, it's Maricopians that have to fight for Maricopa. Yeah. Okay. I can, I've given out there twice to give an expert testimony. I just was out there a few weeks ago, uh, at the, uh, at the joint, uh, house, Senate hearing on election integrity. I was asked to give uh, give a statement. I did that last summer. I was out there giving sworn testimony in federal hearing over you know the upcoming uh, election with Kerry Lake. Right, but it's Maricopians, and they, and again, you say, what could we do, citizens? I know this is the end, not the answer. A lot of people want to hear because they just want an easy button that they can push. You have election integrity. Life is good. That's not how it works. No, you're, you're right. It, it, 50, years, 50 years of infiltrating these institutions when most of us were just taking care of praising God, raising our kids and their family, and God, family, and country. And that's, that is the right priority. But part of that means, even if you're praising God, part of that in Romans 13 is, is also being actively involved in government actively involved in government and many works. They always assumed somebody else was taking care of the election process in their county. And they were right. Absolutely. In, taking care of the election process. But not in a good way. Our conversation today with retired Colonel John Mills, author of the new book, The Nation Will Follow, firsthand experiences fighting the deep state will continue in a moment. Have you heard that AT&T got soaked for billions on Wall Street recently? I wonder if it has anything to do with the fact that their satellite outfits, DirecTV, 
recently dropped Newsmax, and people are saying, hey, I'm done. I'm done with AT&T. I'm done with the big liberal cell carriers. I got the perfect option for you. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. Now more than ever, it's so important to band together and support companies that share our conservative values. Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every dollar earned to organizations that fight for causes you care about. Patriot Mobile has exceptional nationwide coverage and uses the same towers the main carriers use, and they give you a coverage guarantee. You're covered. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, along with great discounts for our veterans and first responder heroes, as well as multi-line users. I know I'm saving a lot of money since I switched to Patriot Mobile. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're shifting your support from the leftist progressive agendas of Big Mobile to the Christian conservative causes of Patriot Mobile. When you become a Patriot Mobile member, your dollars are helping to fund our God-given right to freedom. A portion of every dollar they earn is given back to the causes that support organizations that fight for First Amendment religious freedom, freedom of speech, Second Amendment right to bear arms, sanctity of life, and the needs of our veterans and first responders. Switching is easy. Just do what I did. Go to PatriotMobile.com or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. Make sure you use promo code DOC, that's D-O-C, for free activation. The great Ronald Reagan once said, Inflation is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. Have you thought about the benefits? of investing in precious metals. Here are five profound benefits. Number one, investing in precious metals is a hedge against inflation. Number two, it's a great way to diversify your portfolio. Number three, asset liquidity. Number four, precious metals tend to be a store of value. That means precious metals are an asset, commodity, or currency that maintains their value without depreciating over the long haul. Last but not least, precious metals can be a hedge against geopolitical uncertainty and the struggling U.S. dollar. So we're honored to join forces with Beverly Hills Precious Metals and its owner, Andrew Sorcini. Now, Andrew's been involved in gold and silver for over 40 years. Andrew Sorcini and his team at Beverly Hills Precious Metals know the gold and silver business inside and out. After many years in the markets, and collecting precious metals privately, Andrew opened Beverly Hills Precious Metals in 2010 to bring precious metals to the homes of everyday American citizens. Now, we found out about Andrew Sorcini and Beverly Hills Precious Metals from General Mike Flynn, and we're sure glad we did. Now, be sure to ask about the General Mike Flynn silver coin from Beverly Hills Precious Metals. Andrew is a frequent guest On conservative podcasts, Beverly Hills Precious Metals is our gold buyer of choice. To learn more about Andrew and his team, go to bh-pm.com. That stands for Beverly Hills Precious Metals, bh-pm.com. Hey, if you can't remember the website, just Google Beverly Hills Precious Metals. It's the first thing that comes up. We're honored to be able to tell you about Beverly Hills Precious Metals in an effort to help you in your attempts to protect your family's finances, wealth, and investments. bh-pm.com or Google Beverly Hills Precious Metals. Tell them Doc Washburn sent you. 
Now, I've been talking about how the world is going crazy with supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, sky-high gas prices, and woke corporations that stand against everything we believe in. We all know how the big box stores were allowed to stay open all during the pandemic. While so many little guys, small business owners, regular people, were forced to close, the wealthiest people on earth became better off while mom and pop businesses suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it? Over that matter, what can we do about it? How can our voices be heard? Well, we can make a difference by voting with our dollars. Why continue shopping at big box stores if you can get the same items you need from a family-owned company? Now, finally, we can shop factory direct at a family-owned made-in-America manufacturer. Switch to America.com is helping Americans walk away from the big box conglomerates. That's why Switch to America was created, with regular folks like you and me in mind. One of the best ways to get around this crazy inflation is to shop with family-owned companies that put their customers first, rather than shareholders and corporate executives. A lot of Patriot influencers have come on board. I'm inviting you to join with fellow Patriots to cut off the cash flow of the big, woke corporations that are trying to destroy our country. We are done with a woke globalist operation against humanity. Each of us can take market share away from these businesses that have enjoyed unfair advantages. We can choose to help each other by shopping family-owned, made in America. The website again is switch to America.com. Join with over 2 million monthly shoppers that have already made the switch. Let's start voting with our dollars to make sure our purchases are supporting companies that promote freedom. Now, an even more exciting addition is fresh American-raised beef. Raised in the mountains of Montana near the Yellowstone, this beef is known as Never Ever. Never has the animal ever been exposed to antibiotics or hormones or, for that matter, vaccines. This prime or high-choice beef is shipped directly to your door. Pricing and availability is exclusive only to our members and isn't shipped anywhere else in the world. SwitchToAmerica.com is dedicated to offering family-owned alternatives for items we buy on a regular basis. Just go to switchtoamerica.com. When it asks how you heard about us, click on my name, Doc Washburn, plug in your info, and I'll have one of my guys contact you. Switchtoamerica.com. We return now to today's interview with retired Colonel John Mills, author of the new book, The Nation Will Follow, First-Hand Experiences, Fighting the Deep State on the Doc Washburn Show. Because our public school system has so dumbed down the idea of civics, you have a lot of people who don't even understand their privileges as American citizens and their duties and their responsibilities to try to 
keep what our founders bequeathed to us. I know before we run out of time here, you mentioned Gina Haspel as being part of the plot to stop Trump before he even was inaugurated, January 20th, 2017. And then later on, Trump is picking her to be director of the CIA, clearly having no idea what she had tried to do to him. I'm sure he regrets nominating her to be CIA director. I'm sure he regrets nominating Christopher Wray to be FBI director, apparently at the behest of Chris Christie. I don't know who told him Gina Haspel is your best pick for for CIA. I think Trump's probably the best president of my lifetime. He, he, He did a lot of great things. Until 15 days to slow the spread in, in, in March of, of 2020, he had an unprecedented prosperous economy going on. But when you can't trust the people that you do trust to give you the best advice on who to put in positions of power and they're stabbing you in the back. I mean, you, you mentioned DNI. I think John Ratcliffe is a good guy. And yet with everything that's coming out, I think people under him were – doing a lot of bad things. How, uh, again, your, your book is about fighting the deep state, regardless of whether it's Trump or DeSantis or whoever, if some, by some miracle we elect another uh, Republican president, how do they do a better job of vetting people to try to really drain the swamp, which clearly is what Donald Trump wanted to do? Well, I think in the second and third term, Trump will do a lot better job. He's learned, and, and he's always, I and mean, this is where... After I saw him knock out 16 in a row, I said, that's, that may be started a little slow, but the guy who just knocked out 16, that's my guy. And and uh, I think he learned a lot. The problem is in D.C., it, you know, Rasmussen in August of last year had a poll. Is there a deep state or is it not a deep state? 86% of Americans said there is definitely the deep, a deep state or a possibility of a deep state. Yeah, only fourteen percent said there is no deep state. We're a majority. Let's start acting like it. And uh, the problem is in the D.C. area; it's, those numbers are inverse because there are a lot of swamp monsters here, and some of those get to be on the staff, and they don't know any better. Uh, some of them are maligned, intentionally maligned, and and are feeding bad, bad, bad names. You know, like Joe, that's how we get people like Chris Krebs, and. Uh, you know, but uh, that's a challenge. But I think he'll he'll he knows better. Um, and in full transparency and honesty, I was a Trump appointee. Was not onboarded. I was you know fourteen months out. I was uh, 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 appointed to a Trump position. But there's a, you have to then go through the vetting and onboarding process. Yeah. Uh, at, at your department or agency, and the career lawyer clearly was slow rolling at twelve points of contention. Every one of them. One by one, every one of them she relented on. But by then it was like uh, late October. It was only a few days before the election. So by then it was uh, overcome by events. But, um, you know, he just, he'll know better this next time. And uh, everybody's got to be America first. Everybody's got to be America first. You can't have all these milk toast uh, Mitt Romney people who uh, beg and plead and say, well, it'll be better if you make me Secretary of State. No, 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 no. The problem is just there's just a proclivity uh, for swamp monsters to recommend swamp monsters. Yeah, I, see, and, he, he, uh, here's one of the problems I have. You know, 
And, and by the way, for the listeners, Chris Krebs was director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. And, um, boy, deep state right there. Here's one of the problems I have. You know, I hope you're right. I hope he learned. And yet I see him and Lindsey Graham up there on the dais together in South Carolina recently. And Lindsey wants a hot war with Putin so bad. And I'm like, you know, here I was hoping that Don had learned. And wait a minute. You don't need Lindsey Graham's help to get the nomination again. And this guy, Lindsey Graham, voted for every radical judge that that Biden wanted to put on the federal bench. And, uh, you know, I I think he's going to stab Trump in the back any chance he gets. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Talk me off the ledge, please. Well, again, remember, three independent, equal branches of government. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Um, and a lot of people, a lot of a lot of the foreign nationals I've had to work with, in in international relations was a, was a key part of my, working. Their national partners was a key part of my job. People don't, still don't understand that. Um. Yeah, Lindsay was, and I always try to call balls and strikes fairly. Um, sure. Lindsay did a good job on judges. He actually was, in many ways, uh, one of the defenders to make sure that Trump was. Uh, was not impeached, uh, or excuse me, was not convicted. Right. And, uh, but, but yeah, this, so hey, you never have it. I mean, it's hard to say this. Trump is not perfect. Okay. Nobody's perfect. Right. Okay. So, you know, everybody's going, oh, I like Trump, but this, I go, well, come on. There's nobody perfect. I'm right. Take Trump. I mean, I, I and, once, and, and so, I'm sorry, go ahead. So, so, so that's, um, I can't figure out what's going on in Lindsey Graham's head because he is, he does have these tendencies toward neocon and wanting to get us involved in conflicts. Oh yeah. Why he wants to. Putin, Putin is not our friend. And this is where some on our side of the ledger have fallen for the trap. Putin is not our friend. Right. Everybody goes, well, well, but he's, he's the enemy of Biden and he's, and he hates the, you know, he says he hates the World Economic Forum. I said, well, I'm saying Putin also attended these things. Putin is not our friend. Now, he's a bad guy. He's had he's had political opponents murdered. There's no question about it. You know, so he's not our friend. No question about it. And and yet, I don't think Zelensky's our friend either. Uh, he's not either. And that if people see all these things can be true at the same time. Zelensky, yeah. we want you know. So so don't don't fall for this trap of that Putin is somehow our friend. Oh no 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 Zelensky. No. We we. We don't want to. We don't want to see a, a, a savage invasion of one country by another. But this is this is what I said in fall of uh, fall of twenty one. I said we need to provide the basics for the Ukrainians to defend themselves. Drop it at the border. Not one boot on the ground. Right. No American on the ground. No nothing. Bare minimum. And now it's just become an uncontrollable fire hose. Of, of stuff, and, you know, uh, the, the, the DOD's setting out advanced force teams, which means boots on the ground, like it's gotten out of control. But this is what was Afghanistan was like in the 80s. Nobody really wanted to, to support the Mujahideen against the Russians, but then once it started, it couldn't stop, and then that created, you know, uh, an out-of-control arms bazaar across the world for till the current time from the 1980s, because... You know, give them a few Stinger missiles, which turn into thousands of Stinger missiles, which turn into, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I, I'm, I'm with you, but Zelensky, a couple of weeks ago, 
publicly demanded. Uh, he did a message to uh, the people of America, your sons and daughters will come over here and fight and die for us. And we're like, okay, wait, 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 wait a second. But the concern, as you mentioned, a long-term military man yourself, is that we are, even though we, we said we weren't going to, we're putting boots on the ground over there. They lied to us, and it's, we're in a bad way. And, of course, if they hadn't stolen the election from Trump, none of this would have been happening. You know, I've seen video from, you know, 2016 of McCain and Graham over in in Ukraine saying, yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to go to war, you know. And I, I think that Trump beating Hillary um, upended the plans of the war hawks, of the rhinos, the, the uniparty, people like McCain and Lindsey Graham and a whole bunch of Democrats who – well, you know, I, I know you got to run. We don't have time to get into the, the money laundering through Ukraine and 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 how bipartisan that is with, with both parties, um, you know, uh, getting the largesse from that. But um, Colonel John Mills, I don't I don't know where the hour has gone. Um, but again, we, we so deeply appreciate uh, your service to our country. And I want to recommend your your book to everybody. Um, boy, you want to talk about fighting the, the deep state. Uh, this is, this is the book that you need to get. The nation will follow firsthand experiences fighting the deep state. I believe that the, the website is the nation will follow.com, right? That is correct. The nation will follow.com. Yes, sir. We, we appreciate so much you coming on the, the doc Washburn show today. Uh, and as we say here in the uh, – well, I'm, I'm sorry. Is there anything else you wanted to, to, to throw in but before we uh, wrapped up? Because I, I didn't mean to catch you off guard there. Oh, no, no. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Let's let's schedule really soon a repeat because this, this was a great session. There's plenty more we could talk about. So I look forward to that. Let's do that again very soon. And, uh, hey, you know, everybody, you know, no matter what, never, ever, ever, ever give up. Never, ever surrender. The American Revolution was once with 13% of the population, 3% as fighters, 10% mostly pastors leading their flocks, providing support. 13% won the American Revolution. We are a lot more than 13%. Amen. Never give up. Never surrender. God is in control. Do not fret. A steel resolve. Amen. I couldn't have put it better. They call the pastors in the Revolutionary War times the uh, Black Robe Regiment. Colonel uh, John Mills, again, God bless you. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the program. The Nation Will Follow dot com. That's where you can get the book and hardcover, paperback, audiobook, and Kindle. Sir, we appreciate you. As we say here in the South, y'all come see us. Thank you, Doc. It's been an honor to be on your show. Looking forward to coming back real quick. Yes, sir. God bless you. Thank you so much. Wow. Man, that just went by so quickly. He's a wealth of information. He is a wealth of information, and we certainly look forward to speaking to him again. All right, I think it's that time. Hit it, Brian. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. It's the Doc Washburn Show Tweet of the Day. 
Brought to you by Red River Auto.com. Red River Auto, the big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy the car, truck, van, or SUV of your choice the way you want to online and have it delivered to your front door anywhere in the continental USA. Today's tweet of the day is brought to you by a Twitter profile called After Darkness Light. And it's a quote from the great theologian, the late Martin Lloyd-Jones, who said, The saints of the Old Testament are saved in Christ as much as you and I are, and all who will ever live must be saved in Christ or not at all. That is our tweet of the day. Thank you so much to Mitch Ward and the crew at Red River Auto for sponsoring the tweet of the day. You've been listening to episode 360 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. The views and opinions expressed on the Doc Washburn Show do not necessarily reflect those of our advertisers, but they love us and we love them. If you have any questions for us, email us at contact at docwashburnshow.com. Today's program has been produced by Tim Terrible, directed by Mick Messy. This has been a Terribly Messy production. Portions of today's show will be taken overseas and dropped. If you'd like a transcript of today's episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, simply peel the roof off a Rolls-Royce panel truck and send it to Mansur's Computer Solutions, 7th floor of the Ephemeral B. Smoot Building, Whitehall, Arkansas, in care of Sheriff Mansur Sempier X, Senior Vice President, Engineering, IT, and Interoperability of the Doc Washburn Show. And that's the way it is. Thursday, March 16th, 2023.